the Dallas Stars have clinched home ice advantage for at least the first round of the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll talk about how they got into this position and what it will take for them to win the Central Division outright on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Wednesday, April 12th. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL. For $20 off your first purchase. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen every single day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We're always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. And you heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. The Dallas Stars have clinched home ice advantage for at least the first round of this year's playoffs by doing nothing on Tuesday night. They were not in action, but due to the results of some other contests, we now know that the Stars will finish at least in the top two in the Central Division. They still have an opportunity to win the division over the Colorado Avalanche, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on in today's episode, but the Stars will be playing their first two games of the postseason at the AAC, all thanks in part to the Winnipeg Jets. They defeat the Minnesota Wild by a score of 3-1 to one in Minnesota on Tuesday, clinching a playoff berth for themselves. The playoff picture in the West now coming to fruition a little bit. We know who all will be there. Now it's just a matter of who is going to be seated at which spot, both in the Pacific and in the Central Division, respectively. But Calgary got eliminated on Monday evening, and now with Tuesday's action, the Nashville Predators have been officially eliminated from playoff contention. The Winnipeg Jets are in, and the Dallas Stars get to host the first early, host the first couple of games and have home ice advantage. So Rick Bonus helping out his old team one last time, although I know he's probably not thinking about that. He's thinking about his group getting into the postseason after a lot of people had written them off during the preseason. Uh, so good for Rick Bonus, good for the Winnipeg Jets getting back to the playoffs, but also uh, a thank you from those of us here in Texas cheering on the Stars for getting that first round home ice advantage. The Stars will get an opportunity to gain momentum in their first series opening at the AAC, opening uh, a playoff series at home for the first time since 2019 when the Stars and Predators went head-to-head -head in round one of the playoffs. We all know the Stars ended up winning that series due in large part to the fact that they did have home ice advantage and they were able to seal the series. Or actually, they didn't. Uh, no, that, that, that's totally incorrect. I was just thinking they won game six at home, but that's because they did not have home ice advantage. So uh, I'm out here spitting fake news, but nonetheless... Uh, they they now get an opportunity to open things up at home, which is kind of a nice change of pace. 
given recent playoff history with that series uh, and, and that playoffs in 2019, of course, the 2020 playoffs, no one had a home ice advantage. The team misses last or two seasons ago. And then, of course, last season, the Stars were the wild card team in that series against the Calgary Flames in round one of the tournament, which in my mind wasn't the end all be all for who ended up winning that series. But I would like to think that Dallas advances to round two if they get to play game seven on home ice or maybe a few other things shake out differently if the Stars get more games on their ice rather than the Saddledome ice. Uh, but of course, that is all in the past. And this is a new team heading into a new postseason. But also, I think it's nice what we saw on Tuesday that not only the Winnipeg Jets get the win, the Stars clinch the opportunity to, to have home ice advantage in round one of the postseason. The Jets also showed us that the Minnesota Wild are beatable in their current state right now, which is a very good thing. They got Kirill Kaprizov back, the Minnesota Wild. Kaprizov scores his 40th of the season, the only goal of the game for the Minnesota Wild, but the Jets were the road team, and they go on and put out an outstanding performance uh, in net, on the ice, just in general. Very good sign to see the Minnesota Wild, who have been playing some of their best hockey. We know that they are immune and that they still have weaknesses and they have ways that they can be beat, which is very important because that's very well who the Stars could be matching up with in round one. The Wild have officially clinched the three seed in the central, if you will. They are guaranteed to finish in that spot. So now it's just a matter of if they're playing Dallas or if they're playing Colorado. And I mean, if Dallas gets that matchup, I like that pretty well. I obviously would like to see them win the central and get a matchup with the Seattle Kraken first and then, you know, get the leftovers of whoever would potentially come next in the second round if the Stars were able to take care of business on their side of things. But if the Stars somehow do get matched up with Minnesota in round one, it'd be a very exciting series. It'd be an intense series. But the Jets showed us that they're very beatable and that even with their superstar back in the lineup, there are ways to defeat them. And a lot of that has to do with good defense and good goaltending, which the Stars have been getting a pretty heavy serving of as of late. But we are going to continue to keep track of how things are shaping out here in the Western Conference, specifically in the Central Division in terms of playoff seedings and standings. And we're going to continue to discuss that all throughout this week and even today. But first, we're going to take a quick break and say thank you to some of our sponsors. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. The NHL playoffs start next week. The Dallas Stars will be playing the first two games of the postseason at home. Be sure to buy your tickets at game time to get the best deal. Game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals, so you can forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Snag tickets without the stress with game time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I want to thank you again for making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen every single day. 
We're continuing to talk about the playoff picture in the Western Conference. Things are finally starting to take shape. We know who all is going to be in the dance on the west side of the bracket. Now we just got to get a few more things sorted out in terms of seeding. And the Dallas Stars needed two different games to fall their way on Tuesday. And they got one and a half. The Minnesota Wild, of course, as we just discussed, lost in regulation to the Winnipeg Jets. And the Stars also needed a regulation loss for the Colorado Avalanche at home against the Edmonton Oilers. And the Oilers did win that game, but it was in overtime. So the Avalanche do pick up a point, leaving them with 105, while Dallas currently sits with 104. Each team, as we know, has two games remaining on their schedule. The Stars are in action tonight in St. Louis, and then they will play on Thursday night at home also against the St. Louis Blues, while the Colorado Avalanche uh, will not play again until Thursday. They will host the Winnipeg Jets for their home finale. And then on that Friday, the 14th, they will be back on the road for their final game of the season. Actually, the final game of the entire NHL regular season. The Nashville Predators will be hosting the Colorado Avalanche in night two of a back-to-back for the defending Stanley Cup champions. So, of course, there's a lot that goes into this. Some of the teams are already locked into their respective seedings like the Minnesota Wild coming in at the three seed in the Central, but Dallas and Colorado still battling for that top spot and the right to play likely, uh, or really it seems like a lock at this point, the Seattle Kraken, unless maybe the Los Angeles Kings fall out of position in the Pacific and fall into a wild card spot and Seattle jumps up, Uh, but it will not be the Winnipeg Jets. The Jets seem a lock to be playing against the winner of the Pacific But the Stars, of course, on their side, it's very simple. Win your next two games. Get four points against the St. Louis Blues tonight and Thursday. But then you also have to hope that the Colorado Avalanche find some way to drop one of the next four points that they have on their schedule. Of course, things would be a lot simpler for the Stars had the Avalanche lost in regulation on Tuesday to the Oilers. But the Stars can't control that. Uh, It's I'm glad at least that the the Oilers were able to get that win and prevent the Avalanche from getting two points. It wouldn't have put things out of reach per se, but it would have made things a lot more difficult. But now the Stars still have a pretty good chance to claim the Central Division crown. Really, the only concern comes on Colorado's side of things, which again, these are all things that the Stars cannot control. And it is a little bit unfortunate, but we're just going to have to see how things shape out. It is the NHL. Players, like I say, never really tank. It's really a front office thing. So, I mean, these games against Winnipeg and Nashville for Colorado are so odd because neither team has really anything to play for. Winnipeg has clinched their spot in the postseason. They know they're going to be a wild card team, so there's not really too much of a need to push themselves, risk injury, and things like that because, I mean, a win is just that. It's a win. They have no opportunity to be seated higher, and they're not fighting for their playoff lives. They're going to be where they're going to be, which is – likely that or not even likely it's going to be that wild card two spot they are locked into that position so what really do they have to play for besides just their contractual agreement to play this game against the Colorado Avalanche that is scheduled for April 13th and the same can even be said of the Nashville Predators although I feel like on their side of things there's a little bit more to play for I mean we know they're not going to the postseason but this has been a scrappy uh, and just determined Predators squad all season I mean they've have been up and down, up and down, and I know a lot of people have kind of written them off, myself included. I didn't really think they'd make it to the playoffs, but credit to them for making it 
what, 80, 81 games into the season uh, and fighting up until the end. And, and I feel like it just wouldn't be in their nature to roll over the final game of the NHL regular season, their home finale. Uh, I know that it's not been the best season in Nashville for the Predators and their fans, but you just have to imagine that they're going to go out and, and play hard and give their fans something to cheer about. And of course, I'm who, who wouldn't love the opportunity to potentially spoil uh, the ending of the season for the defending Stanley Cup champions, one, but also a division rival. Uh, I mean, you have to imagine the, the Jets, maybe even some of this as well. I mean, you would have to think, although they don't have a ton to play for, if they could find a way to ruin a little bit of the end of the season for a team that's looking to repeat and looking to win the division, there's an opportunity to play spoiler. And I think the Jets, they might look to do that, although I, I would understand if they you know, took their foot off the gas a little bit against Colorado uh, later on this week. But Nashville, why not? Why not go all out? Why not find a way to play spoilers? I know you would be then benefiting or at least helping out another division rival in the Dallas Stars. But uh, let's be honest, the Dallas Stars aren't really on people's nerves right now, like the Colorado Avalanche are looking to defend their Stanley Cup title. That's just the way I see things. It can be a little bit concerning. And also this has to, you know, that that's just one side of the puzzle. The stars also have to take care of business on their end, which it certainly is not a guarantee for the same reasons that I just said. Uh, St. Louis has still been a, a relatively scrappy team. And I, I think they're similar to the Vancouver Canucks in a lot of ways is that they've been out of the playoff race for a while, but they made some trade deadline moves and they, have seemingly found new life at times, and they have some very good players. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on here in just a few minutes. I mean, not easy, not easy games here on the schedule for the Stars by any means, although they are playing some of their best hockey, and they also do play particularly well on the road. And so I'm optimistic that the team can take care of business uh, here in these next two games. It's just a matter of how the cookie is going to crumble on the other side of things, the things that the Stars can't control which is what Winnipeg, Colorado, and Nashville all do when the when the Avs match up with these other two teams in the division. But still, a big result on Tuesday night. Shout out to the Oilers, I guess, for still winning the game, but if only they could have won it in regulation. Would have helped the Stars tremendously, but beggars can't be choosers, and you got to take what you can get at this juncture in the season. And with the playoff race this tight, again, you just got to take anything uh, that will fall your way because sometimes things don't fall your way. And thankfully the stars have gotten quite a few things uh, to turn in their favor as of late. We're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll look ahead to tonight's matchup. The stars play their final road game of the regular season in St. Louis against their old friends, the blues. All right, everybody, the Dallas stars are meeting the blues in St. Louis. Uh, it's been quite a while since these two teams have gotten together the Stars and the Blues played their first uh, and only matchup of the season so far back on November 28th. That was a 4-1 to one Dallas Stars win shortly after Thanksgiving, and it was a slow game. Uh, you might have to jog your memory a little bit in order to get uh, you know, any semblance of this game because, again, it feels like a lifetime ago that these two teams did battle at the Enterprise Center. Slow game till the third when there was quite a few goals scored, but... Really, the Stars seemingly had control in that game. If the stats and my memory serve me correct, no goals in the first, but then a White Johnston goal in the second, a Ty DeLandria goal in the third, as well as Jason Robertson and Miro Haskinen scoring some late goals in order to put the Stars up. They win 4-1. They dominated the faceoff dot as well. And that this was still when the verdict was still kind of out on the St. Louis Blues. We didn't really know 
what to expect from them. We had seen them look very, very good at times, and they also had that horrendous start to the season. But now the St. Louis Blues team looks drastically different than they did back in late November. Vladimir Tarasenko, gone. He's a New York Ranger. Ryan O'Reilly, gone. He's a, a Toronto Maple Leaf. Yvonne Barbashev, gone. He is a Vegas Golden Knight. So many guys that were the key pieces of that 2019 Stanley Cup champion team, the team that broke the hearts of the Stars and their fans back in the semifinals of the 2019 playoffs. A lot of those guys are gone. They've been traded. They've moved on to different teams, and all three of those players I just named looking to win another cup with different teams. But there are still a few pieces left, some really nice pieces on this St. Louis team. Jordan Cairo has had a very quiet and effective season 37 goals 72 points he leads the team in scoring Robert Thomas is kind of their other big name guy but he has 17 goals and he has an eight million dollar contract extension that kicks in next season certainly not the most promising signing yet another just wild example you look back to the offseason Robert Thomas was one of many young NHL players who were getting these massive contracts before Jason Robertson I know there were some circumstances within the stars organization that prevented Robo from getting paid that much money and for him getting paid in an adequate time frame. But still crazy to think about that Robert Thomas, 17 goals this season. He's about to get paid $8 million next season. Uh, not the best look. While meanwhile, the Stars are, are balling on a budget, seemingly, with Jason Robertson, who is nearly a 50-goal scorer uh, for not quite half the price, but pretty close to half the price of what the St. Louis Blues are paying Robert Thomas. And there's a few other really nice pieces that I really like on this blue squad. Guys like Sammy Blay, who came over from the Rangers and the Tarasenko deal. He didn't really have a ton of luck in New York, but seemingly has found new life here with the blues and Jakob Verana or Jacob Verana. I hear people pronounce Jacob and Jakob. I hear it pronounced both ways. I'm just going to say Jacob actually, because I think that sounds a little more natural, but he's a guy that I actually was curious to see if the stars would pursue at the trade deadline, he was a member of the Red Wings organization, and the St. Louis Blues were able to acquire him, and he has played very well ever since donning the St. Louis Blues sweater. He's a very underrated player. I know he's kind of had some run-ins with some trouble off the ice and things of that nature. Never really could get things going properly in Detroit, but he has found new life with the Blues, and I think if the Blues and Verona play their cards right here over the next few seasons, he could be a very good piece for that team so there's still a lot to like offensively on this blues team it's just a disappointing season uh, and and the depth hasn't really been there the goaltending certainly hasn't been there we all know that jordan bennington has been an absolute diva uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he starts in this game or starts on thursday i imagine we'll see him in at least one of these matchups if there's at least some antics out there especially with attitudes on the star side like jamie ben uh, I expect that the Stars will, will try to be the, the bigger men in this situation and know that there are bigger things at stake, like getting the first seed in their division, rather than messing with a goalie who hasn't been relevant uh, since 2019, and a guy who is just searching to be, again, relevant, although he is not having a very good season statistically, but a big one on tap tonight in St. Louis. Uh, and again, on paper, the Stars should very well win this game, but it's going to be easier said than done the blues closing out their home schedule here against the stars been a weird year for the blues a lot of people had high expectations for them and yet here they are finishing in the middle of the pack of the division on the outside looking in of the playoffs 
Uh, and I, I don't really know what to expect in net at the time of recording. No indication on who we are going to see start for the stars. I would expect Scott Wedgwood, and then you give Jake the start on Thursday, although I can understand the, the other process of, of thinking as well. Not really sure who we're going to see. I'm confident in both players and excited to see the Stars continue to battle for the top spot in the Central Division. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen every single day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. You can also find and follow us on social media. At Dane double underscore Lewis is my personal Twitter account. And you can find the show as well at Locked on Stars, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find us on both of those websites. We'll be back here tomorrow with a recap of this game against the Blues. And then we'll be re reloading and getting ready to do it again uh, for Thursday evening. So a, a lot of Stars and Blues here on tap over the next couple of days, but should be fun. And the NHL playoffs are just around the corner. Hang tight, folks. We're almost there, but I hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. <laughs>